Good evening. We're ready to get started with the new Masechta, Masechta Pesachim Daf Beis, starting right at the beginning. Um, the timing works out nicely that this will end just a, a handful of days prior to Pesach itself. Um, and of course, one of the most prominent aspects of, uh, of Pesach is not only that we eat matzah, but that we are not allowed to own chametz. It's own Isur Doraisa, a number of different references, multiple Isurid Doraisa of owning or getting Hanah from chametz. Uh, and at the same time that that's true, there's also a mitzvah asay, which we refer to as tashvisu. It's a mitzvah asay to, to get rid of chametz. So what our first Mishnah is going to be dealing with is the mitzvah of b'dikas chametz as we know it. Now, the way we've become accustomed to it, and it's codified this way in the Shulchan Aruch, we'll get there in time, which is that we do b'dikas chametz, we put out 10 pieces of bread, we try not to lose them, and then we do bittel when we're done. So there's a big machlok as we've shown him starting here in the very first line of the Gemara between Rashi and Tosos on this topic about whether or not bedika, bedika chametz, does that, does that mitzvah derabanan? We know it's a mitzvah derabanan. Does the mitzvah derabanan of bedika chametz solve the chametz problem, which is a, a, an issue that's Doraisa or bittel possibly? Which one? How does it work? So uh, let's get started with this first Mishnah here in Maseches Psachim Daf Beis. Or Laar Ba'asar. We don't know what the word or means in the Mishnah. The word or means light. The Gemara is going to go through literally 13 different questions to try and figure out what the word or actually means, but we'll translate it uh, as we know the conclusion is. On the night, Le'arba'asar, the 14th of the month of Nisan, Bodkinesa chametz le'or haner, one should check for chametz with the light of a candle. Every single word here is rich with Rishonim and analysis, very requires a lot to think about, a lot to talk about here. We're not going to talk about it at length now, other than to very quickly see Rashi and Toso. So he said, on the night of the 14th, we're bodkines hachametz or haner. What does Rashi say? Rashi, second line, dibor hamaschel bodkin, shelo yavor alav bebal yura ubebal The phrase bal yura, bal is the phrase that indicates that you have violated the isser of ownership of chametz. If, for example, you don't sell your chametz, or you buy chametz on Pesach, whatever the case may be, if you actually own chametz on Pesach, you violated the Isser Daraisa by Rabbi Matzeh. So Rashi says, B'dikas chametz solves the problem of the Daraisa of owning chametz. Says Tosvos at the top, or What does Rashi say? That's what he said. We just saw that. I don't understand. Since anyways, you're going to do bittel. So then, we know from later, we'll see this on Daf Vav. We know that you have to do Bittal anyways. So if that's the case, then all I need is Bittal. So what's Rashi saying that I'm solving myself from an Isser Doraisa? That's not true. Bittal solves me from the Isser Doraisa. And therefore, Toso says, fourth line of Tosos, even though it's true, all I need to say is, Sufficient, that works, but says Tosos is a very important idea. Yes, it's correct. Bittal suffices, and you don't need to do B'dik on a Torah level. You're done. But what's our Mishnah talking about? We want to make sure we don't violate the Isser of um, accidentally eating it. So Rashi and Tosos take this one mitzvah derabanan of Vedika and they view them in drastically different, different ways. Rashi says, you're checking off a deoraisa box of no longer owning chametz. Tosos says, you already checked off that box with bittel. You're done. What are we actually doing here? We're just preventing the risk of maybe what the language later in the Masechna calls, Shema Yimtza Gluska Yafeh. 
you find like an Entenmann's donut, like with the crumbs on top, it's Pesach, and you're like, ah, that's what Tosos is concerned about. Not ownership, you were mavatel. But if you eat, eat it, then you ate chametz. He's not concerned about ownership. He's concerned about achila. Machlokes Rashi Tosos. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, continuing, kol makom shein machnisen bo chametz ein sarach bedika. Anywhere where no uh, chametz was brought, you do not have to check there. As my Rebbe once said, he said he told his, his Rebbetin, Rebbetin, you don't have to clean in between the tiles with Q-tips. That's not the mitzvah. There's no chametz in, inside absorbed in the ground. You're fine. It's not spring cleaning. It's cleaning for Pesach. It doesn't take much. Sweep. Uh, go find places where, uh, where, you, where you know you brought chametz. That's the only place you're obligated to check. So great example. What about on top of the fridge? No, why? Unless you keep chametz on top of the fridge. So when you have little kids at home, we have found full pancakes, pretzels, you name it, in the toy bin. Then you're obligated. Pasha, that's the mitzvah of dikas chametz if you have little kids. And the, 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 the equivalent here is a mouse, actually, an akhbar, that you don't know where they took the chametz. You got to check the whole house. And we'll get into those zinim later. But if it's a place that you've never taken food before, you don't have to check. Continues the mission of apparently they had a long-standing statement that you had to check two shuros of barrels, two rows of barrels in the basement, in the cellar. When was that true? That was only makom shemachnisim bochametz. Only if, in fact, there was chametz brought in that room. But if there was no chametz brought in that room, then there is no need. And then here we see a machlokas beisham I'll, I'll just read it right now, but we're not going to get into the details of it today. It says the, the Mishnah, beisham omrim beisuros al pnei kol hamartef, two rows on the whole face of the of the basement of the cellar. The two upper ones, which are the two outer ones that you face. We'll get into this sugya and really what each of them are holding at a later time. What's the Gemara bothered by? What does the word or mean? My or. The Gemara opens with this sugya. And this Gemara will uh, will take up more than today. Today we'll hit nine of the 13 analyses of the word or, and we'll see a variety of directions in how we're going to figure out what the word or means. Um, so let's just get started. But we have to remember these two shitas. Rav Huna Amar Naghi, we're talking about or means day. So just a machlokas. What does Nagi mean? Let's just think tachlis. What does Rav mean? You wake up on the 14th of Nisan in the morning. It's the day. That night, Chavis is going to be, that afternoon, Chavis is going to be Aser. So then what do we do? That morning, you wake up and you do Bdikas. Chavis, that's Rav What does Rav Yehuda say? Rav It's the night before. And this is our minhag. We pass like Rav That as the night ends, ending the 13th, or La'arba Asar, as we go into the night of, the 14th of Nisan, that's when we have a mitzvah of Dikas Chametz, Shitas Reb Yehuda. Kasal Kedaitach, what's our Havamina? How do we understand this? Kasal Kedaitach, Demanda Amar Naghi, Naghi Mamish. The one, the one who says day, the Shita of Rebhuna, he means Naghi Mamish, Mamish in the morning. That's what he's talking about. And Umanda Amar Lele Lele Mamish, and, and the Shita of Reb Yehuda means at night. Rashi and Tosos here are different versions. Rashi says that there's actually extra words in the Gemara. The phrase that says, Umanda Amar Lele Lele Mamish, we don't need. The only part that was confusing was what or means. We, we know what night means. Night means dark. And we'll see later in the Gemara a direct reference to that. All right, let's get started with our analysis. What are the proofs to each side? What does the word or mean when it says or la arba asar? Namely, let me ask the question in, in halachic terms. When do we do B'dikas Chametz? When is it? Is it the night going into the 14th or the morning when you wake up? Says the Gemara, Mesvei, we have a source in the Tanaim that says, quoting a Pasuk, the Pasuk says, a Pasuk in Breshis, Haboker or anoshim shulchu, and the Pasuk finishes, Hema vechamorehem. Haboker or, what does that sound like, that the word or means? Pasha, says the Gemara, Alma, 
or Yamamahu. Thank you. We see a perfect text proof from the Torah. Pasuk and Breshis. Says the Gemara, nope, no good. Mixiv ha'or boker. Does it mean that the word or is equivalent to boker or no? Ha'boker or the morning is bright. This is the distinction between using or as a descriptor or as the definition of. I describe a scenario. That light is very bright. That doesn't mean that it's day. It means the light is bright. So the Gemara is picking on this, and Rashi actually refers to this in grammatical terms. It's a shame dover versus not a shame dover. So are we describing something as bright, in which case it's not an indicator that it's day, or are we saying, as the Gemara label, labels here, uh, it's does it say that or is boker? No, it says haboker or, that there was light in the morning. Like someone who wakes up is, oh, it's so bright outside. But the word or was not being used as the definition of day, or is it yom, or is just a brightness. How bright is the screen? How bright is the sun? And this is like the statement of Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rav. Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rav, he says, a catchphrase, a person should enter and leave when things are tov. What's he talking about? Rashi to the right, one inch down, Rashi says halfway down in the Rashi's, Rashi says, a person who's traveling, you should get off of the highway and be in the hotel while the sun is still out. And the next day, when you're leaving in the morning, in the morning, you should wait until the sun is up, till the sun breaks the horizon. The say the that's when you should leave the uz tovlo. That's considered good. or tovlo. It's good when it when it's when it's sunny outside. So the Gemara is pointing out question one. What about the pasuk that says habokir or says the Gemara not a raya? All that's it's a descriptor. It's not a definition. Let's do try number two. One third of the way down, Gemara says mesive. The pasuk says or boker yizrach shemesh with the light of the morning yizrach shemesh the sun is is shining alma or who another similar text proof we seem we see from here that or seems to be day says gemar no mixiv or boker same as before is it a descriptor or is it a definition mixiv does it say that or is boker no it says uche or boker it's kind of like light in the morning the hachi kamar. What does this pasuk really mean? It's a drasha. Ukeor boker ba'olam hazeh. When there is a little bit of light in the morning, that's ke'ain zrichas shemesh letzadikim la'olam haba. It's a tam, a flavor. The light that you see in the morning, it's gorgeous. You watch the sunrise. That's a tam of what it's like for tzadikim la'olam haba. That was question two, asked and rejected. Question three, halfway down. Mesibe, the pasuk says, this one's really direct. Vayikra Elohim le'or yom. Doesn't get much better than that. We called, Hashem called, or yom. Perfect proof. This is like the slam dunk proof, right? It's so clear. Alma or yamamahu, says the Gemara. We see our proof that or is referring to day. And therefore, B'dikas Chamet should be in the morning. Says the Gemara, no. Pachi Kamar. All it's saying is, again, descriptor versus definition, when it gets a little bit light, then we're talking about day. But no, or is not actually day, says Gemara. That can't work. That can't work. You can't say that just because it's a little light that it's day, because if that's true, if that's true, what about the other side? When it starts to get a little bit dark, we would call that night? That's not true. We consider everything to be day until which we learned in Masechah's brachos that that is with three medium stars. Until that time, it's called Yamama. 
very important Gemara for other contexts as to when Shabbos is over, when we say that you can break a fast, and all the myriad other halachos that are connected to what Seis HaKuchavim actually means. So that's what the Gemara says here, is that you can't say that this Pasuk means that ah, it just meant when it started to get bright that's day. No, because if that's true, then the Pasuk later should have made more sense when it starts to get dark, it's night. That doesn't work. So therefore, that answer doesn't work. We try another one. So says the Gemara, Ella, Hachi, Ka'amar, really, we need to read it differently. And the way we're going to understand this Gemara, the way the Gemara should be understood is that when the Pasuk says, Vayikra Elohim or Yom, that Hashem called or day, he wasn't labeling it. What was he doing? He was commanding or to do something. Take a look at the Gemara. Karya Rahmana Linahora, he called out, Hakadosh Baruch who called out to the light, who pate a mitzvah and he gave him a tzivui to work during the day. You or your job is to function during the day. Not that you are day, but you have a tzivui to do something during the day. The Karya Rahmana Alechashocha, he called tonight, who pate a mitzvah so the word by Yikra here doesn't mean I'm calling or Yom. It means I'm being mitzaveh that day to shine and at night to be dark. So no, the, the Pasuk of Yikra doesn't mean I'm calling or. So we are again back to our starting point. We've asked and answered three questions. No proof yet. Question four, 10 lines from the bottom. Yes. Why is this word or there? Is this what we're trying to explain? Because it could have just said Chotah. Oh, could have been. It could have been, but in the end, we'll see a proof to our Gemara, to our Mishnah's language on the, on the top of the next summer. We'll see a proof but uh, that the word or actually means night. But what the Gemara is bothered by is that or is, is used in a flip-flop. We haven't done the other way yet. We're going to see now with this next question that it actually or looks like night. All of the ones so far, questions one, two, and three, is that or looks like day. But look, look at this next question. You'll see why it's not so pusher. And the, you asked your question at a perfect time, Michael. Maybe 10 lines from the bottom. Hallelujah, Kol Kochve Or. We should give praise to all of the Kochve Or, stars and its light. What does Or mean in this context? Alma Or, Ortahu. Now we see that Or is night. Orta Naramek is night. So now this is the flip version. We've seen Or mean day. Now I see Or meaning night. So says the Gemara, what's Pshad? How do we answer this question? So maybe we should do B'dikas Chametz at night and reject the sheet of Rav Huna that it should be done during the day. Says the Gemara, Hachi Kamar. No. What we're trying to say is that we have an obligation to be for the stars that show light. Asks the Gemara a side question, seemingly. If that's true, then we only praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu for stars that have light. But what about the ones whose light we don't see? That's not true. You can't tell me that stars that whose lights we don't see don't require Shevach because the Pasuk says, Everything deserves praise. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made even the stars that, that don't have a lot of light. We should still be Meshavach those. So says the Gemara, you're right, but your, your, your question is right. But they're not being them. They're giving Shevach praise. I'm pretty sure. They don't Ba'u. What are you saying? Oh, they're giving the praise. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Good. So that, that's a great correction. So it says, all of them are giving praise. So then how do we understand this Gemara that seemed to have left room for a distinction of kol koch ve'or? So answers the Gemara, and we're learning a side din from here. That we call... The ore of stars, light. Why is this important? Lamayna Afkamina says the Gemara, Lenoder min ha'or. 
that if a person were to make a nedr that I'm not going to take benefit from any light, they would even be ushered from this light. It's not, as the Mishnah writes, Hano der min ha'or, a person who makes a nedr from light, ushered the oran shel kochavim. They can't even use the light of the star. So that's why the Pasuk delineated specifically those which are Meir. And what did the Pasuk say there? Hallelujah, or why did we distinguish? And we said that there are those that have light and those that don't. To remind us that if a person is no der min ha'or, that they, if a person makes a nedr, that they are not going to benefit from any light. So the din is that they are aser behana, even from the light from stars. Next question, where are we up to? Question number five. Two lines from the bottom, Be'ez Amad we learned in a Tanaik source, the Pasuk reads, In the or, the murderer will get up and kill the poor and the destitute. And at night, and at night he will be the Ganav. You can already see the contrast. The beginning of the Pasuk says, or the end of the Pasuk says, Balayla, turning to the top of Bezim and Bez, says the Gemara, a diuk from the Brisa, by virtue of the fact that it says at the end of the Pasuk that he will be a Ganav at night, Alma, or, which was said in the beginning of the Pasuk, is Yamama. Good kasha, right? So now we would, we're back to our starting point that maybe we should assume that or is daytime and the mitzvah is in the morning of the 14th, says the Gemara, no. The Gemara here is teaching us a din that is not based on pshat in the Pasuk, but based on the sugya of Habbaba Machteris and Maseches Sanhedrin. Let's say that someone's digging into your house. They're, they're trying to tunnel into your house. Can you kill them? Says the Gemara. Second line, Hasam Hachikama. What's that Pasuk talking about? If it's clear to you, as would be the sun, that someone's coming after you to kill you. So then the din is Rotseachu. That person has a din about Rotseach. You can kill him first. No problem. That's considered self defense in halacha. You know they're coming after you to kill you. You can kill them. So that's a, it's a play on words. If it's so clear to you, kinahora, like or that they're coming to kill you, then you can kill them. However, if you're unsure, like you might be unsure at night, then we would treat them like only a thief and not a murderer. And you could not kill them. So these are some very interesting shilas. How do you define a rodev? How do you define a rotzeach? A lot of different shilas come up nowadays. We've seen these terms thrown around a little liberally of late. So you got to be careful with how these terms are, are applied. Question number six, six lines down. Mesve. The Pasuk writes, and this is a Pasuk from Eov, Yechshechu kochve nishbo, yekav le'or va'ayin, ba'al yire ba'afape shachar. And this Pasuk speaks about a couple of things, that the darkness of the stars will, will be shadowing him. He'll hope for light and won't have any. And you should not see the glimmer of dawn. So it says, You'll hope for or the ayin, and it won't be. We see from Eo. We see from there that the concern is that or is in fact light. So again, how can we have the shita? that says that or is night. We see from here that or is light, says the Gemara. No, there, Hassam, what was Eov doing? Eov was, was the archetype of all things terrible. He went through all of the tragedies that a person could go through in a lifetime. So Amar, what was happening over there? Sorry, not Amar. Hassam, may latu de kalai le Eov la mazle. There, Eov was giving a curse to his mazel. What does that mean? Okay, is this like astrology? Is this a satan? I don't know. 
okay, it's the heebie-jeebie level of things. I don't know. Read the footnotes if they talk about them. Omar, what was he saying to his mazel? Yehei Rava, may it be the will, the litzbe hachgavrel and Nahori are going to be looking for light below lishkechei, and you won't find it. So it's a homily and not meant to actually speak about light. Therefore, no raya. Question seven. Next. David HaMelech, Pasuk and Tehillim. The Omer, the Pasuk says... Pasuk says, Va'omar, excuse me, Va'omar, ach, choshech yeshufeni, v'layla, or ba'adeni. It says here, the Pasuk says that in the night, the night will become like light. V'layla, or ba'adeni, alma, or yamama, who the, light, the night will be like light. So why? We see another proof that it, or, that's going to be like day. So says the Gemara, no. Hasam hachik amar David. There, David was being uh, retrospective about some of the things that he had done wrong. Big machlokas, the Gemara in Gittin, kol ha'omer David chata inu elotoe. Did David actually do a mistake with Bathsheba? Was he allowed to be with her? We know in the story in Tanakh that that baby died. The baby from that relationship died, the first baby born. So again, a big discussion in the Rishonim, what happened because of Uriah, the way that it worked is when people went to war, her husband, Bathsheba's husband, husband was Uriah, and he was at battle at the time. So when they went to battle, they would always write a conditional get that if I don't come back from battle, then really I was divorced from before I left. And he was put to the front lines of battle and killed. So that was the discussion in the Rishonim there elsewhere. We'll get there when we talk about it in Gittin. But David was looking here and feeling bad. He said, I thought I was totally going to be gone for Olam Haba. And that day is, is bright over there. The, the world over there is beautiful. I thought I was going to lose all of that. Now that I know that I got Kapara, and the Rashi here details all of this out. Rashi, a few lines down, just a seven line Rashi, so you can feel free to look at it. In this world, it's going to be, or we will see a little bit of light in this world. He knew that he got Kapara for his hate. Next, question eight. Question eight is actually a Shmami Nut question. We're going to actually have our first successful proof to the question. We've asked seven questions so far and none of them have panned out. Here's question eight. A person should ideally do B'dika on Or La'ar Ba'asar. And if they don't do that, then what's next? Then if you miss that night, now we know what it means because it says you should do Or La'ar Ba'asar. If you miss it, what's next? The next morning. What's the diuk? Of course, that the night... That or means the night before. Uvishas biur. And if you miss early in the morning, then you should do it by the time of biur chametz. Diuk. What's the diuk from this uh, from this brisa? Says the Gemara. Means the Kamar of Yehuda Bodkin because it says Bodkin or our boss are. Our boss are shachris because the second stage is shachris. We now know alma or ortahu. So now we know araya brura that we know that or means night. What does the Gemara say? Shmamina. You're right. Taka. And the Gemara doesn't give an answer to this question. We embrace this. This question as you nailed it, you got it. You're absolutely correct. And we actually Paskin like this. This Gemara is very strong. So what's strange is that the Gemara continues still with four more questions. We're only gonna do uh, one more for the night. This last question will take us till four lines to the bottom of the page and then we'll stop for the night. Um, and this, uh, just a good question of methodology of Gemara. Why does the Gemara go on? Why does the Gemara continue here? So it could be, this might, may, I'm not making a chiddish. I'm just saying it could just be that the Mari Mekomos here are blaring, so we need to answer them. <laughs> like when you have a blaring question, you need to answer it because even though you have a Mari Mekom that indicates or is night, what if you have a conflicting Mari Mekom? We have contradictions in Bryce's all over Shas. Bryce's, Tosefta's, Mishnai's, Midrashay Chazal. And we have to be able to answer for all of them. So let's see how, what the last question is for the day. We're halfway down. This is our ninth question of the night on the, on the phrase of or la'ar ba'asar. What does it mean? Mesibe. 
Here we have a Gemara. This Gemara is uh, is actually a Tosefta. We'll see this later on as well. On Erev Pesach, on the 14th of Nisan, we have a rabbinic um, commandment to stop doing Malacha at some point before the holiday begins. So there's a Machlokas when that is. Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov Omer Mishas Ha'or. He says it's going to be from the time of Or. As of yet, we don't know what that means. Rebbe Yehuda Omer Mishas Ha'netzachama. Rebbe Yehuda is very clear. He says from the time the sun breaks over the horizon, you actually see the, the top crest of the sun. You know that it's actually good. You're good. Ah, so then Omer Le Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov, the Rebbe Yehuda. I don't understand something about you. You are saying something crazy. What, what are you saying, Rabbi Huda? Where in the Torah do we have the following scenario of Yom Shemiksaso Asr Malacha Umiksaso Mutter Malacha? Where do we have a day that you wake up, part of your day there's no Isr Malacha, and the rest of the day there is? Go through the calendar. Shabbos, no way. It's from Shkia to Tetzes. Yom Kippur, Shkia Tetzes. Yantiv, Shkia Tetzes. Every Isr Malacha that we have is a 25 hour Isr Malacha. So how in the world could you say that you get to start the Yisr Malacha at Nesachama? What is that? How can you possibly start there? So Omar Lay, what is your, this is all part of the Tosefta. Omar Lay, Rabbi Yehuda says back to Rabbi, you're asking me how I can pick part of a day? The day you're asking about is Erev, Yom, uh, is Erev Pesach. That day, who atmo yochiach? I have the best proof from that day. What's the proof? Shemiksaso moter excuse me. Part of that day, up until the Iser Doraisa level of when you're no longer allowed to eat matzah, chametz. Up until the time you're not allowed to eat chametz. I'm too excited about Pesach. So up until the time you're, uh, until that time, you're allowed to eat chametz. You can have the, anything you want. Pancakes are fine. The rest of that day is completely usher. So Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov says to Yehuda, how could you split the day in half? He's like, what are you talking about? This is how you split it in half. The day you're asking me about, about Isra Malacha, that day is split in half with chametz. The morning is allowed, the afternoon is not. So I don't understand. Now, end scene. That's the end of the Tosefta. So it says the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down. By virtue of the fact that Yehuda's shita was that the Isr de Rabbanan of Malacha on Erev Pesach begins at Netzachama, Alma, it implies that or, or tahu, it implies that it had to be, what was Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov's whole argument? It has to be the whole day. So therefore, what's the only option for us? It had to be the night before by Shkia. It had to be when it got dark out. So or has to be when it gets, or has to be or it has to be nighttime. Says the Gemara, low, not true. And then the Gemara says a very difficult answer. My or, what did Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov mean? Amud HaShachar. What's Amud HaShachar? Alos HaShachar, synonymous. 72 minutes before Amud HaShachar. Uh, 72 minutes before Netzachama. So you have, you have like the sun, the sun is, is not up yet. You start to see like the light pink in the sky starts to get a little bright. So that's called Amud HaShachar or Alos HaShachar. Netzachama is when the sun actually breaks the horizon. Wait a second. Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov's whole argument was that you can't break a day in half with Malacha. So if you're saying, Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov, that Or means Amur HaShachar, this early part of the morning before the sun rises, you're still splitting the day in half. That was your whole argument against Rebbe Yehuda, says the Gemara. Ihachi, if it's true that Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov says that Or meant Amur HaShachar, 72 minutes before sunrise, when he asks against Rabbi Yehuda, 
Where do we find the day that's partially uh, permissible for Malacha? If he is going to say that or means Amur Shachar, he should be asking that question against himself because you parsed the day into two. The night was Mutter and the day is Asr. Can't have it both ways. It doesn't make sense to say, Rebbe ben Yaakov, that or means Amur Shachar, because to say that means that the night was mutter with Malacha and comes Amur Shachar, the day is going to be Asr with Malacha. So says the Gemara, he has a good answer for you. We're at the first of the longest lines. Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov, Hachikamar, what's Pshat by him? He says, Bishlama Lididi, at least I have a precedent for my idea that all of the night could be mutter and starting with Amur Shachar, things could get Asr. Bishlama Lididi, Ashkachna, there is a case that I could find to Kapalge Rabbanan, where the rabbis would distinguish between the night and Amara Shachar, which is the beginning of the day. Ditnan, Yabe, Tainus Tzibor. We learn by a Tainus Tzibor. We know that this is true of all uh, Tainus Tzibor except for, um, except for Tishabav. Ad Masai Ochel So you can eat all night long until when? Ad Shiyala Amara Shachar, Divi Rebelazar Ben Yaakov. And finishing off the Bryce of the other Shita, Rib Shimon Omer Ad Karos until the time that the, uh, that the crow makes his sound. But the point is, Rebelazar Ben Yaakov says, I, I have some precedent where I could split the day in half at Amura Shachar. That, I, I've got that. Ela Ledidach, but Rebbe Yehuda. According to you who says that the Isra Malacha Midrabanan starts at Neitzachama when the sun breaks the horizon, according to you, where do we see a case where the Isra Malacha starts in the day the Heter and then changes Neitzachama? Where's the precedent for that? Omar Lay, and it's uh, and how would he respond to that? How would Rabbi Huda respond to that? He would give the same answer as before. This is just another play on words. It's basically a richer version of the previous bride. So Amar Leh, what would he say? That day would be the proof of Elazar ben Yaakov, because that day, what do we see? We know that the first part of the day is mutter to eat chametz, and the rest of the day is aser. So, so says the Gemara, that's a great kashya. Why did Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov have trouble with that? That's a great example of Half of a day being mutter and half of a day being us. Chametz is a perfect example. What was bothering him? Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov brought up the case of when do we have the Isra Malacha Midirabban on an Arab Pesach? He said it has to start from either Amuda Shachar or whatever it is, but it can't start in the middle of the day. So Rabbi Huda's like, what's your problem? That's what we do with Chametz. So why is Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov so bothered? Answers the Gemara. Uh, five, six, seven lines from the bottom. Hachi ka'amar le Rabbi Eliezer. What was he saying? He was saying as, fa- as follows. Amin alach ana melacha derabbanan. What was the starting Mishnah talking about? A melacha derabbanan. The status of melacha mi derabbanan. That's what I was asking about. And where are you bringing me a raya from? From the Torah. Ve'at amrasli chametz del raisa. You're... I want to know when the melacha mi derabbanan starts on Erev Pesach. And you're saying, oh, I can bring a proof from chametz, which is del raisa. That's the Torah. What a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, a Kaddish Baruch Hu says. That, that's up to him. But the rabbis, we, we need to have a rabbinic precedent for this, not a biblical one. So leave me be. You can't give me the argument of Hamid. I'm talking about a status Midorah You can't give me an argument Midorah So if I want to know where rabbinic malacha ends on Arab Pesach, don't tell me Hamid. Hamid is Doraisa. I'm talking about a Dindorah The Idach. 
What did Rabbi Huda say back to this? What a brilliant answer. And this is what we actually do. Yes, you're right that Chametz has a line in the sand, the Tzmidah Raisa, but we added two hours to that, which were Mitar Abanan, to make sure we don't violate the Yisr Torah. Says the Gemara, what would Rabbi Huda say back to Rabbi Yaakov? Shows to Rabbanan. You're right, but the time that we stop eating is two hours prior to the Yisr Torah. Right, exactly. The Yisr Torah is at point X, and we add the Rabbanan hours two hours earlier. So now, says Rabbi Huda, it's a level playing field. You were asking me about when Malacha de Rabbanan ends. And I'm comparing not to the De'oraisa line of when Chametz ends, but to the two hours prior, which are rabbinic hours. So you have rabbinic hours by Chametz and rabbinic hours by Malacha de'oraisa. So Rabbi Huda says, I'm, I'm giving you a good answer. I'm giving you what you want. They're both Midar Rabbanan. So what's his answer? Says the Gemara of Eidach, how does Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov answer Rabbi Huda? And with this will stop. You can't compare. You can't compare. The only reason why there was the added restriction of hours, Midar Abbanan, on the hard line of chametz, the sixth hour, you cannot eat any more chametz. We're concerned about that. So we made a harchaka Midar Abbanan. That's different, says Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, than a formal freestanding Isr Midar Abbanan of a Malach and They're not comparable. Because what was happening by the chametz? We were concerned you're going to eat chametz. So we said, because we're concerned you're going to eat chametz, I'm going to give you a, a harchaka. That's not what we're dealing with here with the, with the malacha. So Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov holds that the malacha derabanan status, can I do malacha and Arab Pesach? You can't compare that derabanan to a derabanan of, I'm afraid you're going to violate the Isra of chametz. And therefore the cases are not comparable. And that's why they both stand on their own with their own shitas. We'll stop right here. We'll pick up tomorrow near Sashem. Four lines from the bottom on Daf Beis and Beis for Daf Gimel. Wishing you all a beautiful night.